All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Have a seat, man. All right, have a seat. What's up? Yes, 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 yes. Science of getting rich. We've been digging into chapter four, man. Chapter four, sometimes when I look at chapter four, it's like I want to skip over it because I feel like I use it so much in my content, in videos and trying to talk with people and help out younger folks trying to get their stuff together, man. And chapter four, is, and we talked about this on the last podcast, is the first principle in the science of getting rich. I mean, it's first, man. We got to get this down. It's first. And you hear me say it a lot. What you think about comes about. What you focus on is what grows. That is the principle and that is the concept between, I think, pretty much everything. But definitely, if you're into the idea of manifestation, it's those thoughts that you hold. And we talked about this, that the book calls that thing formless substance. I've described that as the place where prayers go. And it's kind of like that. We don't know what it is, man. We don't know where that is. Um, I was talking with a lady yesterday and she used the term collective consciousness. That's a word that gets thrown around and that's a good word, meaning we're all kind of tied in into the same thing. And you'll see that in business, you know, the guy that created Uber, he wasn't the only one working on that. That's why you see companies come behind it. And sometimes they're not copying. They were actually working on the same idea. There's not a lot of original ideas. It's just ideas stacked on top of ideas stacked on top of ideas. And that's the beautiful thing, man. And I don't know if you know this or not, but you don't have to invent anything. You don't have to create anything. You don't have to come up with anything on your own. You can use things that have already been created, things that have already been invented, and just put your your touch on them. Put your, And that's kind of all I've done. That's what my trading strategy, the money flow that I try to teach, that's um, that's um, pretty much everything. It's just, we're just, you know, look at, think about the iPhone. I mean, yes, maybe they come up with some things, but they didn't invent the phone. They didn't invent the flashlight. They didn't invent the screen. They didn't invent video games. I mean, everything on that phone is just taken from something else and done in a different way in the way that Steve Jobs saw it. Science Getting Rich says, thought is the only power which can produce tangible riches from formal substance. The stuff from which all things is made is the substance which thinks. And a thought of form in the substance produces the form. See, the thing about thinking, thinking is an action word. I'm thinking. The book goes on to say that just contemplating and just thinking is one of the hardest things you can do. And, and I believe this, man, and I've tried to practice this. I spend way too much time thinking and contemplating. You might too. Some people think about like you're stressing out and people are like, man, you need to relax. Don't think about it. And it's like, okay, you know, and, and that may be true. But if you find yourself doing that, on one hand, yeah, maybe it's stressing you out. Maybe you catch yourself thinking about, you know, you know, my dad is sick. Is he going to die? Or you're sitting around thinking, oh, I got this. And you're, you're just constantly laboring it and thinking it. And you can't get it out of your mind. And, and a lot of people will sometimes try to get that out of your mind. Meaning they're like, hey, don't do that. That's just going to stress you out. And it's like, yeah, that's true on that thing. But why don't we transfer that ability you have? Because listen, not everybody has that ability. Let's transfer it and put it to something that you can hold and think and obsess on that could be good. It could be positive. 
Um, let's take that addiction you have. Maybe you're addicted to drugs or sex or, or you know, well, who isn't, but right. Uh, but anything else, like, like anything that you might be addicted, let's say you're, you think about it too much. It's like, well, yeah, but that's also a, well, that could be a bad trait because if you're, you're focused on the wrong things, here's what happens is you actually attract that shit into your life. The reason you begin to get stressed as you think about things that might happen is because that's the universal principle of creation. Your body knows that. It's like, God damn, dude, if you don't stop thinking about this, shit's going to happen. And then guess what? It starts to react to what you're thinking about. And that's part of the creative process. And so if we can recognize that for bad things, man, let's apply it to good things, man. If you're going to stress out anyway, stress out about getting rich. If you're going to have, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's just turn it around. If you're going to be crazy and addicted to shit, let's do it. Make it stock trading or something else, man. You know, if you have a, like, I have an addictive personality, man. You got to give me something to be addicted to. You got to give me something to be, you know, wrapped up in. You got to give me something that I'm into that I'm so fucking obnoxious with. People don't be around me, if you can make that thing somehow making money or doing this or doing that, that becomes a positive for everyone around me versus if I did a lot of negative things with that power of addiction. So I think your mess is your message. You got addictions, good. Switch them, make them something else. You know, take it from cocaine to something else. Take it from this to something else and, and use that addictive power that you have, man. <clears throat> we, the book talks about original substance moves according to its thoughts and every form and process you see in nature is the visible expression of thought in original substance meaning some architect designed that house some builder took the plans from the architecture began to frame it and at a certain part, they called the plumber and they called the electrician and they all looked at the plans. But all of this started as a single thought. You're like, what do you mean? Someone bought the land because they had a thought that they could build houses on there. And that single thought put in motion all of this prosperity that comes from that single thought. So one man, one lady had a thought. And they took a piece of land. And this is just an example. And maybe they turn it into a mall or a shopping center. Now, you may have thoughts that say, well, I think what they thought is stupid or incorrect. That, that happens and that's conflict. But the universe gives us all different things, whether it be good or bad, I said, right? And so that's the power of a single thought. And think of the situation of a, you see a big area of land. Everyone else is just driving by it. But someone drove by and stopped and goes, you know what? We could build a bunch of houses here. And that person took that thought. You don't think they're the only person that thought that. Plenty of people have drove by here and goes, man, that'd be a good spot for this. Or you could do this there. You could put in a, a bakery there. You have these thoughts all the time. The difference is you just keep driving. They went home and wrote the shit on a piece of paper. And then they held that thought in formless substance so that when they got up the next day, they called up somebody and goes, hey, man, I got an idea. Why don't you come in with me? This is active thought. That is original substance moves according to its thoughts and every form and process you see in nature is the visible expression of thought in original substance. But somehow you got to take these thoughts that are implanted in your head and put that shit to work in real life. And that comes from first thinking it, writing it, 
and then holding it. And the longer you can hold it, the better chance it manifests. Better chance. Every thought form held in thinking substance causes the creation of the form, but always, or at least generally, along lines of growth and action already established. The thought of a house of a certain construction, if it were impressed upon formless substance, might not cause the instant formation of the house, but it would cause the turning creative energies already working in trade and commerce into such channels as to result in the speedy building of the house. And if there were no existing channels through which the creative energy could work, then the house would be formed directly from primal substance without waiting for the slow process of the organic or inorganic world. That's beautiful. That's a fancy way of saying what I just told you about driving by the field. And, and in your mind, you see a great place for a subdivision. Everybody else just driving by. Man is a thinking center and can originate thought. All forms that man fashions with his hands must first exist in his thoughts. He cannot shape a thing until he has that thought. I tell people this all the time. They say, well, I'm not really into investing. No shit. You don't ever think about it. They usually give me some look. And I'm like, nobody's born into investing. Nobody's born understanding the stock market. Nobody's born understanding dividend stocks. It's a fucking choice. And so if you choose to understand investing, if you choose to understand how interest rates work, how mortgages work, how interest works, how dividends work, you have a much, 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 much better chance of ending up with a lot of, right. It's just common sense, right? And so no, people who don't think about investing don't have investments. Duh. But yet this confounds many, many, many people. And it doesn't matter your skin color, or where you come from, or any of that. It might matter the thoughts that they've put in your head, meaning you're like, well, my parents didn't talk about that. Okay. Well, you can. You are a thought. Uh, 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 you are a thought creation machine, man. And so you can recreate through the process of your thoughts. And also as you have children, your wife, these things, these things, these ideas of, of managing your money, of building wealth, of having equity, of investing in stocks, these can just become everyday common conversation in your house. It's ho-hum, we collect rent, ho-hum, we collect dividends, ho-hum, we don't have debt. You know, like you can just live differently, but that's only going to happen because you've held that thought in formless substance. I only got the money that I have in stock market is for 21 fucking years. Every day I think about it. My friends who have not thought about it don't have any super simple concept that most people overlook because of the simplicity of this concept, you know, that you got to hold that thought that man is a thinking center and can originate thought. And all forms that man fashions with his hands must first exist in his thoughts. And he cannot shape a thing until he has this thought of that thing. He, let's see. When man has a thought form, he takes material from the forms of nature and makes, the, makes an image 
of the form which is in his mind. He has so far made little or no effort to cooperate with formless substance to work with the father. He has not dreamed that he can do what he sees the father doing. Man reshapes and modifies existing forms by manual labor. He has given no attention to the question of whether he may produce things from formal substance by communicating his thought to it. We propose to prove that he may do so, to prove that any man or woman may do so, and to show how. Now, what he's talking about there is that a lot of people think everything is done with your hands. And what he's going to try to show is, yes, we use the materials from nature, but if you're waiting around to be hired, if you're waiting around to be told what to work on, if you're waiting around for instructions, you're probably not going to get very rich. The people who get rich, people who build wealth, people who you know build massive prosperity, create those thoughts in their head. Like they are the originator of the thought. Let's see. And, you know, and it kind of, I don't want to sit and just read the chapter to you because it begins to kind of just repeat. He talks about, we must lay down the three fundamental propositions. First, we assert that there is one original formless stuff or substance from which all things are made. And seemingly many elements are but different presentations of the one element and all the many forms of the organic. And you can read all that for yourself. Again, don't get hung up on that. This is flowerly language. To, he's basically telling you he believes in God. That's what he's saying. And that there's one God, not a hundred gods. And that, you know, call it what you want to call it. But that God, that life force, the, you know, that he's the creator of formless substance. And, and that, you know, he or she, whatever you want to use, but that there's one. And that what the book goes on to say is that that person or whatever you want to refer to it as is friendly to you. They've created this system. They created this strategy. They created the concept that first you think in the beginning was God. He created the heaven and the earth. You know, it's like this is the basic concept. And what he's trying to say is that a lot of people will labor, meaning if you're paid, you'll pick up this board and go over here and hammer it down. But if you have to buy the board and go put it in, and maybe you don't get paid for doing it, you might not do it. But you know, that's investing starts first in the mind, right? Then you see it, then you begin to put your money out there. So, you know, there's the guy that's investing or building the subdivision. And then there the, he goes out and actually hires people who start framing the houses and putting it in. Do you see what I'm saying? And so for the guy who makes the most money, it originated as a thought, for people who make the least money, it originated as a source of labor for them to make money. And so he's trying to just, just give you the distinction there that, yes, you want to labor on your thoughts. But if you don't have the thoughts first and you just labor, you're just always going to be paycheck to paycheck to paycheck because they labor for money. And that's level one way of earning money in the four ways. Level one is just exchanging time, you know time for money and then the, there's a then number two is 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 a, these are the lowest paid in our society but then number two is skill set or knowledge and that would be like maybe a nurse or a lawyer they have knowledge or they have a skill i need a person who you know a welder a plumber an electrician they stepped up and now they can sell what we call level two which is a skill 
or, or knowledge or sometimes both, but they're also selling their time. So we're all selling time, but then we can stack on top of it. Number two, which is we sell our skill set or our uh, 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 specialized knowledge or information or knowledge. And then number three is we can sell our knowledge in, in, in the form of, say, a book or a course or an item or, or a service Meaning you, you, you figure out, you create a service, you know, maybe an ice cream stand, and then you hire people to do number one, which is what their time, they stand in there and they, they sell your service <clears throat> and you, you'll still be putting in time and, and, and then, you know, information and you have a skill, which is called owning a business, running a business. So you're selling your time and now you're using your, your, your skill and your knowledge, but you've moved to level three where, where you're, you're selling a product or a service. And on level three, people can leverage themselves where they might have employees. And so you can only do so much work by yourself, but now you hire five people and now there's six of you working on the same thing. And so now you're at level three and level four is where you've made enough money by selling your time, your information, your skill, your service, or your product, one, two, and three, that now you can begin to take your excess money, the margin, and just store it and invest it in things like stocks or real estate or whatever. And you can make money with money. A lot of people jump too quick to the number four trying to make money with money when they don't make much money with their time or their talent or their service. And so they're kind of jumping down the list too fast to try to make up for that. You're not going to make up for low income or low pay through trading, investing, options, real estate, that is never going to fix the fact that you're fucking lazy or that you don't work enough or that you have bad credit. These things are not going to fix bad character flaws. You can't just jump to number four and say, I want to be an investor and skip the learning process or the learning curve because you first in your mind, in your mind, you didn't create that wealth. And you say, well, yeah, I just thought about it. I know, but you still have bad credit. See what I'm saying? So it's like your thoughts aren't taking you down the scale correctly, or maybe they are. But my point is your thoughts, this thought held in formless substance will begin to cause you to do certain things. So if you're, you're wanting to be a writer and you're, you're holding that thought and you're thinking about writing, well, it's you know, and you're like, well, and then you start to think like that. Well, I'm a writer and people say, what do you do? You say, well, you know, I drive for Amazon and then, and then I'm a writer, you know, and sometimes I'll hear people say whatever they tell me they do on the side, they kind of half say it or say it a little. And I was speaking with a guy the other day and that was the example. He drove for Amazon and then on the side, he made two times what he made on the side but yet he led with, I drive for Amazon. And I was like, dude, why did you lead? You drive with Amazon when you have this side hustle that you know you do like five hours a week and it pays you double what you make at Amazon. But for whatever reason, he didn't see himself as that. He saw himself as the driver for Amazon. And I was like, dude, you got to switch that in your mind. You got to lead with this. You got to talk as though and walk as if, man. Talk as though and walk as if, right? So, in, so to be an investor, what? You have to see yourself as an investor. You have to hold that thought. The young lady I'm coaching today, you know who you are. I just text you. I just text you. Those little barriers in front of you. Those little barriers. 
I mean, that's that's some baby shit to keep you down. You think that's going to keep fucking Donald Trump down? You think that would keep any of the great Americans that you've ever heard of down? What a family thinks? Or what your mama thinks? Or what your, I mean, come on, man. That don't mean nothing. It's what you think. So if you see yourself as a real estate investor, eat it. Be consumed with it. They're not going to give you properties. Nobody wants to see you succeed. Fucking no one. No one around you wants you to do this. Your friends secretly do not want you to run out there and buy a fourplex or buy a property because now they have to contend with the fact that they didn't. You took action. You did something hard. You held thought and formal substance long enough that it finally made you get your credit right. You kept held holding it and you kept saying it. You're going to feel real fucking stupid saying you're a real estate investor and you don't actually save money for real estate. You're going to look real fucking stupid, not to the world, but to the person that matters most, which is you. And you are going to know that you're full of shit or that you're for real. And so if you're, you're consistently stacking and you've got the credit right and you're taking all the steps and procedures and there's not one fucking thing on this earth that's keeping you from moving forward. I mean, whatever the fuck comes out of your mouth, if it's not legit, then you have to know you're lying. And you got to deal with the fact, why are you saying these things into the universe? But then when it's time to take the step, you can't. Is it the universe holding it back or is it you? I mean, do you need a red fucking carpet and someone holds your hand and walks down to the thing to get, like, what is it you need, man? I mean, God gave you two legs. He gave you the money. He gave you the integrity. He gave you the voice. He put you in the world at just the right time. You have everything you need. Why not stand up and do it? Now, everyone's going to have a different reason. Maybe it's fear of failure. Maybe it's the fear of whatever, man. You know, I get that. I get that sometime with stock ideas. I don't even want to put them out, man. What if it goes down? I already got enough problems. I don't need to hear this shit, you know. But it's like, all right, since when did I give a fuck about failure? And so, you know, whether I win or lose is not why I play. I don't trade to make money. The byproduct of being a good trader, you make money. I'm trading because I can't get it out of my fucking mind. Because every day I wake up that that market opens, I want to play. You get what I'm saying? Now, the byproduct of that attitude, the byproduct of that commitment, the byproduct of holding that thought in formless substance long enough that I begin to develop skills and I get good at it, that byproduct of that activity is that I begin to make money trading. But if I approached it as I need to make money trading, well, the reality of me making money trading when I just started and I have no skills and I'm low I'm capitalized and I probably don't spend that much time on it is unfucking reasonable. It's an unreasonable expectation and any intelligent person who would speak this and talk about this would realize this. This takes time. It takes time to go through market cycles. It takes time to understand stop losses and where to entry and what a swing trade is and a position trade and when to buy dividend stocks and sector rotations. And it may ever, never, never be for you. 
Just because you can open an account doesn't mean you're going to develop skills. And just because you can open an account doesn't mean it's going to work for you. And just because there's houses in the world for sale on realtor doesn't mean you would be a good landlord. And just because you can start a business doesn't mean you'll be a good business owner. But you don't know if you don't go through the process, right? And, and, and so we have to then allow ourselves time to develop skills and time to fail. And the problem is a lot of people come at these things as an adult where you've come through a system where they grade you, you know, and, and then now you're put out there. And, and, you know, people approach it for different reasons, out of desperation. So they're coming to the market out of desperation to try to make money. Not because they're interested in the financial markets or they're coming to the market to trade because they're a single mom and they have a kid. That's not a fucking reason. That's not a reason, guys. That's a reason to go get a job. It's not a reason to trade the market. The reason you trade the markets is you have a genuine interest in fucking financial markets. You can't approach it as, I need to extract something from it because it doesn't owe you anything. The market owes you nothing but gives you unlimited potential. Now imagine what the demand on that would be to you and to the world. So don't ask it for something that it's not capable of giving, you know? And also, think about this. I am where I am because of thoughts I had last year, the year before, and the year before that. We can go back probably two or three years. It's probably why where I'm at. And obviously, you could keep going, but you are where you are right now because the decisions you made two, three, four, five years ago. And where you're going to be in two, three, four, five years ago is based on what you're doing now, you know? So you're not going to have any real estate in five years. If you're not doing shit to get real estate today, I didn't say you had to buy it today, but if you're not doing things that would get you there, you're never going to be there. Does that make sense? And so through thought, you can get where you're going. It starts there and then it'll go from there to a pencil, from a pencil, it'll start to come out of your body, through your mouth, through your conversation, through your reading, through your watching. You just can't help it. And it begins to spread out of the circle, so to speak, in your life. And as it spreads outside that circle, you begin to attract the thing that you're looking for because other people find out that you are looking for what they have and they make money selling it. And that's what he was saying right here is that, where was it? What does he say? We live in a thought world, which is part of thought universe, thought of having a movie in the universe, thinking stuff according to the way a system, substance, the idea, oh man, where was it? Oh, the thought of a house of a certain construction, if it were impressed upon formless substance, might not cause the instant formation of the house, but it would cause the turning of creative energies already working in trade and commerce into such channels as result in the speedy building of the house. In other words, there's people you can call and they will take your idea and start building, meaning it's already there. There are already... Uh, realtors. There are already renters. There are already leases you can use. There are already utility companies and, and, and people that'll put in uh, flooring. There are already painters. Any problem, idea, thing you're not sure of, somebody else before you already figured it out. This, is, this stuff is, a lot of this stuff is, you hear me say it in my description, it's 5,000 years old. There's nothing new. Every problem you think you're going to have Every situation, someone's already been through it and you can get the answer and they have a solution. And there are people called entrepreneurs who make a living 
fixing fucking problems. And if you ever find a problem that there is no solution to, you could probably get rich by being the person who gave them the solution. Man, I hope this helped today, man. I really do. appreciate you guys listening. Sorry I hadn't published more. Get back on this. I may crank out several in a faster pace so we can get back on track. I've had a lot of problems, man. I'm going to be honest. I've had a lot of problems. And when that happens, you know, this stuff here is comes from creative flow, man. And if I'm not feeling creative or I'm hurting, I can paint, man, but it's hard to think or be imaginative. You know, it's hard to do the creative art part when you're not, you're not there. So like everybody in life, man, been dealing with a lot of depression. They don't keep me from working and making money and getting up and doing what I got to do. It does slow down the creative process. And I've been dealing with a lot of bullshit, legal shit around people faking to be me and Bitcoin scams and this and that. And it's just been honestly, you know, doing all this stuff that I do. I've really done nothing but try to help people. You know, I don't have any funnels to put you in. You know, I got a couple books, a couple courses, our discord group. None of this shit's expensive, you know, and, and, you know, my, my goal was just to teach, put it out for free, give my one book away for free. If anybody liked it, they would walk themselves through the process. And the goal wasn't to extract as much money from people as possible. Otherwise, I'd probably do it that way. My goal was to meet people and that through that like-minded people, you know, I knew that benefit me. I learned that long ago. If you help enough other people get what they want, you can get what you want. So basic concepts, universal principle. And so I figured, and I have... But never occurred to me that um, I would have so many people just be mean, cruel, fraudulent, evil, man. I don't even know the word for it. That If I didn't say what they wanted me to say, if I didn't do what they wanted me to do, that would try to use social shaming, you know, because I didn't care about their stupid fucking cause. Probably help if I didn't call it stupid fucking cause. <laughs> That so many people would bump against my personality. You know, that so many people wouldn't be able to take a joke. And so many people were sensitive. And it also never occurred to me that so many people are fucking stupid. That if someone DMs them some bullshit about a Bitcoin trading program, that they would just send this person money without any due diligence, without any... You know, I don't know how anyone could read one of my books or courses and come away with it. Me, Gerald Peters, would contact you from a different account with my name spelled different and send you some weird-ass shady Bitcoin shit written in broken English and people would fall for that. I mean, I don't know how to... I mean, I, I don't know, man. I don't know how you weed out stupid, man. I, I, I don't, man. And it's, you know, how that's my fault, I don't know. Seems like that would be somewhat... Bit, Instagram's fault. Seems like it'd be somewhat the frauder's fault. Seems like it'd be Bitcoin's fault. More my fault, man. But somehow that's on me. So I don't know, man. It's been really frustrating. I'm dealing with it. I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to keep doing what I do. Hey, keep me in your prayers, man, or in your thoughts, and I'll keep you in mine. And uh, I really, really do appreciate you. Hey, thanks for listening to The Science of Getting Rich with Gerald Peters. 
there anything I could do to help you, you can always visit my website at Gerald Peters, that's G-E-R-A-L-D-P-E-T-E-R-S dot info, and always grab a copy of my free book, You Don't Have to Die Broke, be happy to help you. God bless.